Is this the crown of a king? There's no gold on this crown or diamonds in it. In fact, it's made out of wood and branches and thorns on it. But when I look at this crown, I see a crown that represents forgiveness that's offered to all of humanity. I see hope for a future and an eternity. You may not think that this crown is beautiful, but to me, this crown is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Not because of what it's made out, but of whose head it was on. This Jesus wore this crown. He is the king. He's the king above all kings. This crown is beautiful and it belongs to my king. This crown, when I look at it, I see suffering I was worth. Grace that I didn't deserve. I see my king in this crown. Father God, we love you and we praise you. We pray that as we dive into your word today, God, that you would just open up our hearts and open up our ears to hear you, to see you clearly. We celebrate you today, Jesus, for your resurrection that offers us hope for eternity. We love you, Jesus. Let everything we do here today bring honor to your name. You're the reason we're here. We love you and we praise you in your holy name. Amen. Amen. How is everyone doing today? You good? Happy Easter. It's a good day to be in church, amen? So we have to ask ourselves the question, why are we here? Why do we all gather here today? And I'm gonna give you the answer in the first line. We gathered here today to celebrate Jesus Christ, to remember and celebrate his resurrection from the grave. Jesus is the main character of today. He's the main focus of today. He's, he's why we're all here. And today we're gonna dive into why did Jesus come to earth? Why did Jesus come from heaven down to earth? What was the plan? Why was he sent? Jesus came on a mission. There was a very specific purpose that Jesus came. I wrote down four things that we're gonna talk through on why Jesus came to earth. Number one, Jesus came to share truth. John 18 verse 37 says this, you're a king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, you say that I am king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world was to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of the truth listens to me. The truth is, that Jesus is testifying to, is that humanity was in need of saving. Humanity needed Jesus to come. And he testifies to this truth, saying he, the reason he came, the reason he left heaven, and came to earth was to put this plan into motion that started a long time ago in the book of Genesis. When man fell, Jesus came to earth to reveal this truth. And here's the truth of this Jesus. Jesus is the only way for salvation. There is not multiple ways for salvation. There's not multiple ways to get to heaven. There is one way, and his name is Jesus Christ. That is the truth that Jesus came with. It says this in John 14, verse 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. What he's saying here is that no one can enter heaven or enter the presence of my Father 
without me, without what Jesus is about to do, what, he's, what we're celebrating today, he is the way and the only way. The second reason Jesus came is Jesus came to bring light. Jesus came to bring light. John 12 verse 46 says, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all, all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in dark. Everyone who puts their trust in me will no longer live in darkness. Martin Luther King Jr. says this quote, that darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. And hatred cannot drive out hatred, only love can do that. Why Jesus came? Jesus came to be a light in a really dark world. And I, I know you know this, you know we live in a dark world. There, there's hardships, there's pain, there's brokenness in this world, but Jesus came and illuminated it all. He came down to this earth and he illuminated the darkness in this world. He showed us humanity that there was a need for this light that we weren't just supposed to settle for this darkness. There was a need for this light, Jesus. And the other thing he illuminated was the darkness in humanity. The darkness in us. The, the thoughts that we think, the, the actions that we do, there was darkness in us. But his light can drive that out. He drives out darkness. Jesus conquers darkness. And I know that there's people in here today who are feeling like you're in a season of darkness. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. He drives out darkness. The third reason Jesus came is he came to conquer sin and death. He came to conquer sin and death. In fact, this is the whole gospel wrapped up in this point. That Jesus left heaven. He left this, the perfection of heaven and came to earth. And he lived a, a blameless, sinless life. He was perfect in every way. But at the age of 33, he was taken to the cross. And I want to make sure you hear that today. Jesus surrendered to the cross. They thought they were taking him, but Jesus had a plan. He knew what was coming. He surrendered himself. He gave himself to the cross for you and for me, even though he didn't deserve it. He was perfect. He had committed no crimes. He had, he had no evil thoughts. But he goes to a cross that's similar to this one over here. And he's nailed to that cross. He's nailed to that cross. And leading up to the cross, they mocked him. Even when they put this crown of thorns on his head, they mocked him. Here's the king of the Jews. They spit at him. They cursed at him as he walked down this path and then he gets there and they pound nails into his hands and feet as they raise this cross up. The savior of the world, the perfect one, the son of God, nailed to a piece of wood. But that's not where the story ends. That's not where the story ends. And a lot of people thought that's where the story ended. They thought that they had defeated this Jesus, this one that people had been speaking about. Even the enemy, the devil, thought he won. But Jesus goes to the tomb. He stays there for a couple days. And then why we're here today, the whole cornerstone of our faith is based on a stone being rolled away. That Jesus rose from the dead. 
conquering sin, conquering death. He rose from the dead, the, rose from the dead and ascended to heaven, creating a pathway for you and for me to join him there for eternity. Amen. Is that some good news or is that some good news? And people have been trying to destroy Christianity for generations. Kings and rulers and kingdoms have tried to stop this Jesus for generations. But the church of Jesus Christ is still alive today. It is still alive today. He is still alive. He is still alive. He is still moving. He's still healing people and helping people. And people will continue to try to stop it. But when you surrender to the king of kings, no power can stop it. When you submit to the ruler above all, nothing can stop it. Jesus is the king of kings, and he's conquered sin and death by stomping on the head of the devil, creating a pathway for us. The fourth thing, oh, before I get to the fourth thing, I know you're ready for the fourth point. I mean, all of this stuff we're talking about, the reason why we're doing this, the reason these points that we're talking about is why I gave my life to him 13 years ago. 13 years ago, I, I was in a church service and I was hearing them talk about this Jesus. And I had been to church. I, I had gone to services. I had been to the youth groups, but I, I wasn't living that life. I was really good at playing the game. And there was this one amazing night where I felt like for the first time I was awoken to the true gospel of Jesus. That it wasn't just stories in a book. It wasn't just stories that grandparents tell. It was truth that Jesus really did do all of this. He really did raise from the dead. And I remember the pastor gave the altar call and he called us forward. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going up. But it was like I was forced up that my only response, when I, if I really believed he was the king of kings, if he was the savior, my only response was to come forward and kneel and surrender my life to him. And I will say this, I have never regretted that decision. I've regretted a lot of decisions in my life, but I've never once regretted giving my life to Jesus. Because when I did that, I found hope for the first time. I found grace for the first time. I found a future that was promising and fulfilling. It was all in Jesus. I just had to surrender. The fourth reason why Jesus came is Jesus came to reign as king. He came to reign as king. Philippians 2 verses 8 and 11 says, He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, That at the name of Jesus, this is important, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will declare that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. What this says here is Jesus is king. He is the name above all names. He's the highest authority. He is the number one, the Messiah. He's God in flesh. He is the king. And this king is coming back. This king, Jesus, is coming back. And on that day, he will take back what is his. He is that king, that Messiah. So many times we miss this fact that Jesus is not just some fairy tale or mystical thing that is 
off in the distance. Jesus is king now. He's offering salvation now. He's offering eternity now. He's the real deal. I could stand up here for hours. I won't do that. I could stand up here for hours and just tell you over and over again how amazing my King Jesus is and it still wouldn't be enough. He is so amazing, so life-giving. And some of us have maybe been playing this game for a while, but we've never surrendered to the King. We have to ask ourselves, what king are we following? Are we putting our hope in the powers of this world? Are we putting our hope in the, in the structures that are set up? Or are we putting our hope in King Jesus? And some of us in this room, maybe this is the first time you're hearing about this King Jesus who offers the salvation and eternity in heaven with him this ruler over everything, and maybe for the first time, your eyes are opening. Your eyes are opening to the magnitude and greatness of Jesus Christ. What we're about to do is I'm about to pray. I've shared this gospel story with you of why Jesus came. Now, the important thing is how do we respond to that story? How do we respond to this truth of who Jesus is? In my opinion, the only proper response is surrender. To surrender my life to the one true King, Jesus Christ. Amen? As I begin to pray, if you're in this place this morning, and you've maybe been going through the motions, but you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, or maybe for the first time, you're ready to surrender your life to this King of Kings, Jesus Christ. As I begin to pray, I want you to just do something very simple. I want you to ask him to come into your life, to take ownership of your heart, to forgive you for your sins and the mistakes you've made, and surrender your life to him. If that's you, as I begin to pray, I just want you to say those things to him. Let's pray together. Father God, we love you. We praise you, we thank you for your son Jesus, this amazing gospel that's offered to us. Right now, as people are contemplating, right now, Jesus, meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at, Jesus. Come come invade their life, Jesus. Invade my life. Forgive me for the sins I make. I submit to the King of Kings, the one true King. I surrender to you, Jesus. I surrender to you. We ask this all in your holy and wonderful name. Amen.